Hey, welcome back to Refreshing the Soul podcast. I'm your host, Shawanda Williams. I'm so excited to be with you again for another episode, whether you're watching this on Monday or Tuesday or Sunday, whatever the day of the week is, I know that um, there's a word for you and there's something that God wants to um, just speak to your soul about. And so um, this week, well, actually last week when I was just praying about, you know, God, is there anything that you want me to speak to the audience? Um, a lot of times I just, I just know what it is, um, because of whatever I'm going through or whatnot. And every now and then I have to ask God, like, what is it, God? I you know, I'm not for sure, but this time, you know, I was reading, Oh, you know what? Before we get started, you know what? I, I wanted to pray. I want to pray. So before we get into it, let's just, let's just pray. I want to settle our hearts and our soul and just, um, get us in a posture to receive, um, what's about to be said. So dear father, I come to you right now, um, with just Thanksgiving, thanking you for who you are. Thanking you for your love, thanking you for your peace, thanking you for rest, God. It's because of you that we get to have those things and we don't take it for granted. And Father, right now, I just submit my soul to you. I yield over my thoughts, my agenda, ways, or whatever that I may have that may not line up with what you want to do in this moment. And Lord, I say, speak through me, Father. Think through my mind. Help me to say and um, um give your your daughters what you want for their souls god i speak a refreshing over them now i speak answers um to maybe confusion or encouragement to where there may be weariness father i speak your rest in your son jesus name i pray amen 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 so my heart is just open right now. I'm, I I was reading last week on um, this devotion by D.D. Freeman called Focus on the Promise, Not the Process, and Not the Process. It's on the YouVersion Bible app. And you guys, it was so, it was so refreshing to my soul. It was so good. It was just what I needed. And I, I really, um, I really been wanting to talk on the process like the process, like I just really been feeling like there's something for me to talk about there. And there's uh, different things, you know, we always hear, you know, trust the process or stay in the process or, you know, I'm in the process. I'm, it's always stuff about this process, you know, and um, I, 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 but I have, it hasn't been clicking yet. Like I don't, I, I haven't felt like the go ahead from God. And so last week I'm reading Dee Dee Freeman's I think it's a recently released um, devotion on you version again called um, focus on the promise and not the process. And one of the things um, that caught my attention, of course, of course, is this word focus because it's my um, it's actually my word for the year that God gave me. I've never been the person to always have like a word for the year until last year when God gave me when I knew God was telling me consistency, I need to, um, I need to be consistent. Like he had me really focused on that. And this year, um, I really felt in my spirit was focused on God, focused on him. And so when I read this devotion, especially at this time right now, it was, um, it was the encouragement that I need for where I'm at. And you know, something that I realized that I don't know if we're ever out of a process. Like, I believe there are things that we do go through that, um, 
we may be waiting for. But then even when we're out of that and you're basking in whatever it is that God just got you, um, got you through, there's another uh, process right up the road. There's something else coming. And um, she actually, Dee Dee Freeman actually mentions it in this um, version devotion. And so um, she was just right on time, right on point. I encourage you to go and read this devotion. It's five days. Um, I actually um, listened to Dee Dee Freeman on Better Together um, on YouTube. And usually when she's speaking, it's like, it's dead on. So the, the um, I'm excited about this devotion that she did. Um, she does speak a little bit about it on better together as well better together tv i think it's called um so it's really good it's sisters talking your sisters in christ talking together sharing god's word and truth and their experiences and their journey um so that's something too that you can check out but so what i really felt today was to talk about focus on the promise and not the process and i'm glad um, i waited to hear from god on what to speak about because i wanted to talk about the process i didn't know when i was waiting on that but i guess god's like i don't want you to blow up or talk so much about the process where you forget the promise and i have to admit i um even in my own personal life i have been committed to the process so much so that I'm making, I'm trying to make sure I'm hearing from God. I'm doing what he wants me to do. I'm laying my soul before him because I don't want to, I don't want to learn stuff over again. I want to go ahead and get what I need to learn. I want to get whatever needs to come out of my soul. I want to stay on the path that God has me on. Like the process is not always, it's not always easy and it doesn't always feel good, but it's necessary. And um, if we don't yield to it, I believe we'll continue to find ourselves in it. And I don't want to stay in it <laughs> if I don't have to. So um, a part of me did want to talk about the process in a way of what comes with it and how to stay in the process and waiting and all of this. But with this devotion, it really refreshed my soul and brought me back to what God told me at the beginning of this year. And it was to focus on him, focus on him um, because there will always be a process. And sometimes if we get too caught up in the process, we'll forget what God told us. We'll forget, we'll forget that the process is to lead to something great. It's to lead to a promise. And so um, I haven't been keeping God's promise before me as much as I, I have been keeping the process before me. And so this um, devotion really helped change, um, put my, put, put my, my eyes back in, in alignment with what I should be focused on. And, um, I think that, um, I think that you will get a lot out of this. I'm going to go ahead and just, I want to talk about her devotion today. I want to talk about, um, each day she has a faith principle to take with you. And I just kind of pulled those out and, um, and just, I just want to talk, talk on it from my, from, um, just my, my, what my words, what God gave me about it. And I'm hoping I can encourage and refresh you in that place. But again, I want you to go and read her devotion. It's, it's really good. She really breaks down um, a part of her story, which I believe um, some people will be able to relate to. There may be healing for someone that you're looking for, maybe healing for yourself. And um, I think no matter what it, your journey is, whatever your situation is, um, I believe the things that the principles that she put in, that she put in place or that she wrote about, 
they're all biblical and they're all things that can help you in whatever situation, whatever area of your life. And so um, there were five principles. And so pretty much this is how, how you focus on, on the promise, you know, when, when things are happening, when distractions come, when it's hurt, when you're hurting, when it's, when you're hearing um, things that, or hearing things or seeing things that um, does not line up with what you know that God promised you. These are just five things, five ways um, to focus on the promise. That's what I'm, I'm calling it. And so the first one is to keep calm and trust God. The second is to remain steady. The third is to identify the faith troop and their roles. Number four is to wait with purpose. And number five is to declare your end. And so with the first one, with keeping, keep calm and trust God, um, she had something in there about just relinquish, relinquishing your power of controlling everything. Um, and just knowing that, God, and because we can't handle it all, only God can handle it, handle it all. And so when to relinquish that control, we truly have to believe and trust in God. And I love that she said, listen, we can't trust someone's word. If we don't know their word, we can't put our trust in someone's word that they they're going to do what they say if we don't even know what they're saying if we don't even know their word so the only way that we can put our trust in God and God is to know his words to read his word and then give him and then let him show you that he's going to be faithful to his word so it's to trust and to trust in his word we have to um, know his word we have to read his word and um, I find that for me um the times where it's hard to believe or it's, it's a struggle or I'm forgetting the promise, I'm forgetting um, what he said is usually when I'm not in my word the way that I should be. And I'm talking about my heart is into the word, that quality time with God. Um, you know, sometimes we do these dry, we do this dry prayers. Um, I say dry prayers, but I'm meaning like when you're driving, you're praying and that's your time you spend with God, but it's, or maybe you're listening to the Bible while you're driving and I'm not saying anything against that, but sometimes we got to have these moments where we are sitting, um, still at the feet of God. We're sitting, um, with him, with his word, there's peace, there's quiet around us, there's stillness around us. And our heart is open to hear and receive what he has to say. I'm not saying that your devotion time has to be an hour long, but I'm saying it needs to be, it has to be quality time where we are not distracted. And if we don't have regular quality time with God, it's going to affect our faith. It's going to affect our walk. It's going to affect um, what we believe. And um, I, I believe too, that you have to, you have to think about it. it throughout your days, you have things coming in your ear, there's things you're listening to, um, things that you're seeing. Um, and a lot of times when you're in the process of something, you're, you, that means you haven't gotten to whatever it is that you're waiting on or whatever it is that is supposed to be manifested. So every day, all day, when in your natural eye, you're not seeing, now I'm saying the natural eye, you're not seeing the manifestation of God's promise. So what are we putting before us so that our spiritual eyes um, can is constantly seeing what God promised and is not being um, over overtaken or overwhelmed by what we see in our natural eye. If if we are if we are not focused 
on God's truth, on his word, then it's going to be hard to focus on his promise, especially when um, the enemy comes to distract us. The enemy is very real. Um, I, I'm careful not to give him too much glory, but we have to, we have to be honest and, um, recognize the fact that when, as a Christian, as a believer, when you're on the path to hearing what God has to say for you and you're being obedient to it, you're letting him process you, you're waiting for the healing, you're trusting in his word. The enemy is sure to come somewhere to get you off the off path, to distract you because your, your life is not just tied to you. It's tied to your kids. It's tied to whoever you're married to is tied to your family It's tied to others who may see you on the work uh, on your job. So he, he's just not trying to get you. He's trying to get you so you won't get others. And so it's important for us to keep our eyes before God and keep our, our hearts in his word, study with your heart, come to him and ask him like, God, I want to hear what you have to say to me in your word. I open my heart. I open my ears. I open my eyes up to receive what you have to say. Spend quality time with God. She said also keep calm, keep calm and trust God. And the reason why she's saying keep calm is because sometimes things will happen that, that was, will, um, that you did not expect and we can panic. And, um, she gives an example of how like something happened and she did not panic, um, because she knew what God's word was. She knew, she knew what he promised her. And I think that's great. Um, there are times I, I'm, I don't want to say panic is, is the right word, right word, how I've responded, but I have not responded. Well, I've reacted to something. I felt something and I've reacted to it. And it depends. And for me, it's just different. It depends on what it is. Some, some things we have triggers, you know, there, there are things that do trigger us. And, um, you know, I just want to go deep into the soul for a little bit. Um, some people who they, it may not be, um, you're looking for healing for a, on a, for a natural body, but maybe you're looking for healing in your soul. Maybe you're, maybe there's a place in you where, you're like, God, I, I need healing care. I'm, it's hard for me to forgive. It's hard for me to let go. I have resentment towards your parents, towards your husband, towards a, a, a ex-friend, whatever it is, whatever the case is, there may be something that you're, you're, you're challenged by and you are, you have been seeking God to heal you in that place. And then, you know, as life go on, things may happen. Something may be said, a text may be sent um, and it triggers you. It triggers your, your soul. It triggers that hurt place and you react because that place is still hurt. You still have not been healed. And so you react off of it. Um, what I, what I'm just hearing even right now is, um, even in the process of healing, we still have authority and we still have self-control to, to um, stay calm and to respond. We have self-control. When we were, when we accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we also, we also received the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit, he comes with self-control. That is one of the fruit 
of the Holy Spirit. And we have to choose to exercise it. And we have to choose to believe that we have that power on the inside of us, that we have the Holy Spirit. So it's recognizing, okay, I know I'm in this process. I know I'm in this stage. I know I won't be here for long. And there are going to be things that's going to um, agitate this area. There are going to be things that's going that may appear to look like, that may come up and appear to look like um, it's failing, it's not working, but I have self-control so that in the moment of something that may happen, I can remove myself, turn my face to the wall and cry out to God. I can, um, I can just be quiet and not respond, you know, but we have, so we have self-control. Um, I, I believe like one of the things that helps me is to already have in mind of, you know what, I know I'm going through this process. I know I'm going through this. And I know these are my triggers. I know these are the places that pull me out of a place of um, trust and belief in God. This is what I'm going to do if I'm hit with this. This is what I'm choosing. This is what I'm telling my soul that we're going to do if this happens, if I'm triggered or if something comes, this is what I'm going to choose to say. So if you're like me and you're like, listen, I need to prepare myself. I need to already kind of, you know, I've learned that this is what's going on with me. This is what I need to do to, to help my soul stay calm and stay in a place of peace and rest. This is what I'm going to do. Um, sometimes for me, I'll just say, you know, it's just speaking out loud or speaking out loud. God's truth real quick. Like, nope, enemy, you can go. I have peace. I have rest in God. I don't have to fear. I don't have to be anxious because I can come to God and everything. And then right now I come to him with, you know, I just speak Philippians four. I speak that scripture over me. That's something that I do. If immediately I start to feel anxious or, or about something, I can speak that scripture, speak that truth. Um, all right. So let's not take too long on the first one. Cause we got like four more to go. So the second one is to remain steady. Um, and one thing she said about this one, so remain steady. So we're focusing on the promise. How do we focus on the promise? Well, we got to remain steady, meaning she said, you will know when you are not operating in faith because you start to change things when things look bad. Wow. When we're not operating in faith, then when we choose to start, um, when, when, when things start to look bad, you begin to start saying, you know what, maybe I need to start, maybe, you know what? It doesn't look like I'm about to get this promotion. I need to go ahead and start putting out resumes to other to other employee employers to see what I could get. Now, what did God tell you to do? You got to go back to that. What did he say? What did he say to do? No, so no matter what we see, if we are operating in faith, we, we're not going to change what we do because of what we see because they're bringing in other people to, to be interviewed. I'm not going to start looking. No, I'm going to stand and I'm going to remain steady. I'm going to remain on God's word and his words and his words said that he, he will elevate me. His words said he, if he's going to do it, then I don't have to go out here and do it. He didn't say, Shawanda, look for the, look for another job, put your resume out there. He said, no, I will, I will elevate you. Okay. So my, my position, my place where I need to remain steady is in trusting that God is going to elevate me. So now I'm expecting for him to do it. Um, and remaining steady doesn't mean always remaining still in a place on a job or 
wherever. It just means that you're remaining steady in what God told you. And so that puts you back at number one. You can't remain steady if you don't know what God is saying. And if you're not in his word, if you're not in, in, um, before him in prayer or talking to him, how do you know what he is saying and how can you remain steady? Some of us are not focused because we are not um, spending time with God and we don't know what he is saying. Um, I believe one of these days I'm going to do a podcast on um, just hearing from God and what that's like you know, and how, how it could be different for a lot of us and how we can hear him differently. But I think some people truly believe they can't hear from God. They, I think some people think that it's just, it's for certain people or they got to get to a certain level or place to look. And it's like, no, you can hear from God. You, you, you can, you have this, you have a spirit (laughs) like the rest of us and God is spirit. He made all of us with a spirit a soul and a body. And because you are still alive and breathing, you can hear from him. And so, and of course I'm talking to people who have accepted um, Jesus as their Lord and savior and you're, ha- and you're, and you, you recognize that there is the spirit is dwelling on the inside of you. Um, I just want to encourage you that um, you, you, sh- you are not alone. God wants to talk to you. He's looking for a chance to talk to you, to get his, his word to you, to get his truth to you. And it may start with you opening a word and reading, you know, it may be some days, it may take a week. I, you know, I don't know for some, it may, you may hear him instantly. Those words on the, on the page may come alive to you. And for some, it may be like, you know what, I've been in his word. I've, I've been before him. I haven't heard, continue to seek God continue to seek him. He will answer. And in a way that where you will know it, you will know it. So I just want to encourage you right there um, to continue to seek God, to hear from him. So the third one is to identify the faith troop and their roles. So that faith troop is people who can pray for you and people who will encourage you. And so you know, there's a lot of people. Um, well, I, I don't have a lot of people, but I think there's a lot of people that could be in our environment um, that that will have a lot to say, but not have a lot of um, truth to say. And we have to be careful that when things get shaky and things get rough, that we're not running to the people who just have a lot to say. We got to run to the people who who's going to say, okay, let's pray. We got to run to the people who say, who's going to tell you the truth and say, nah, girl, this is what he, this is what you told me. He said, this is what we're going to believe. No, you don't need to go and start applying at this other job for that. No, this is what we're going to choose to believe God. And I'm standing with you and I will pray with you right now. If that's what you need, you got to be able to identify, okay, these are the people who I need to go to. If I'm, if, if I'm starting to feel weary in myself, I'm starved, or if I'm just start, if I just need someone to encourage me because I don't want to, I don't want to start over again. I don't want to get off of what I know that God told me to do. Identify, she call it your faith troop. Love that. Um, identify those people and just remember those are the people who you need to um, rely on um, when you do, um, when you do go through. And, and it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to say that, hey, I need help. I need encouragement. 
I just need someone to just talk to me. I need to get this off my chest. And I've, I've actually had that moment just this year um, with a mentor of mine. And I, I, I called her and said, hey, I need, I need encouragement right now. And sometimes it's not that we don't know what to do or what we should be doing. But sometimes you need to be able to say, hey, I need to like talk and get this off my chest. I need to talk to a human being and I just need some encouragement. There's nothing wrong with that. And I'm so glad I did. I got encouragement and I got wisdom from it. And God spoke to her, um, spoke through her to me. So um, have the right people in your corner. All right. All right. So number four is wait with purpose, wait with purpose. And so um, one of the things she was talking about as far as waiting for purpose, if you think about um, a server who waits, you know, not the waiting where you're sitting in a doctor's waiting room, but a, a server who waits, who serves other people. So while you are, you're in this process, the way we can focus on the promise is, is if we serve. One is just serving people where we're not sitting here just waiting and looking day in and day out of, okay, God, when you going to do it, when you going to do it, but you're not doing anything for anyone. Let me tell you, I, if you serve and I'm telling you right now, I'm serving all kinds of people in different ways. It will definitely keep your attention off of what you're going through, um, how it feels. And honestly, there's a place of, um, when you're doing the will of God, how it is nourishing for your soul. Um, I was reading that, um, and, uh, I think it was John four where Jesus talked to, was talking to the, the Samaritan woman, the woman at the well. And I think after he talked to her, his disciples approached him, they were, they were going to get food and they were like, well, didn't you eat or, and he was like, you know, there, he's like, there's a, a food. He said, there's a different type of food that I, he said, there's a different type of food that I eat. Pretty much I'm paraphrasing. He said, that's nourishing, doing the will of God. Is nourishing for my for my soul. I thought that was so interesting that our soul can actually be nourished. It can be refreshed by doing the will of God. What does God want you to do while you're waiting for this? Who does he want you to serve? What is his will for you in this moment? And ask him in that devotion time, God, so someone you want me to bless, you know, serving does not have to be in a church, in a church body or organization within a four walls. God may lay on your heart to get someone at your job a gift. He may lay on your heart to pay for someone's gas. I mean, how, how can you be of servants? How servant, how can you give? There may be other areas in your life that you are flourishing. You may be flourishing in your finances right now. And God is, is, is probably saying, Hey, I can use you here. I'm you're flourishing here because I also want to use you in this place. I'm giving to you so that you can give to others. So just be open to like, how can I serve? How can I be used in this place? We don't stop serving because we're waiting, because we're, um, waiting on God to do something for us. No, we wait on God by serving him, by serving his people. Um, also when you're waiting with purpose, you're being purposeful about that time. So you're using that time to stay in worship, to stay in prayer. There is definitely an art to waiting. Um, if you are not careful to where you are not progressing with your relationship with God, um, you will find yourself stuck in a place 
and feeling maybe resentful, feeling um, like you got a short end of, the, end of the stick, feeling like, oh, this is taking too long. You will get stuck in a place where you can become discouraged and weary because you are, um, you are not focused on what you can do now, but you're looking at what is to come and what you don't have now. And God, God wants you to be focused on, okay, where, where am I now? How can I, how can I not only just serve you, but love on you, God, worship you, praise you for who you are, not for what you're going to give me, not for what you're going to do, but God, I want to, I want to, I want to worship you for who you are. I want to talk to you because I just want to know what, what's going on. How, how, what do you want me to do? I just want to know your heart, God. I want to know who do you want me to pray for? Um, there have been times, um, where, you know, I, four o'clock in the morning, I'm, I'm tossing and turning. I'm like, Lord, <laughs> if this is you, you want me to get up? Like, you got to let me know like four o'clock, but four o'clock in the morning, I'm tossing and turning. God is, God is waking me up. And I'm going to tell you when he wakes me up, a lot of times I'm, it's to pray for people. He wakes me up and he puts people on my heart. Pray for this person, pray for this family, pray for this person. God God knows you have things on your plate. He knows you have your prayers. He knows your requests. He knows your heart. He knows you, but it doesn't mean that you can't be used. It doesn't mean that you can't serve others. You can't pray for others, that you can't talk to God about something else, that you can't worship him. So I just encourage you, even in while you're waiting on whatever it is you're waiting for, is to stay in prayer, stay in worship and stay serving others minister to minister to your um minister to others but also minister to yourself you know you also need that serving as well don't neglect yourself because you're waiting on something serve yourself what are things that you need what what time can you allot during your week for yourself to focus on hey maybe i can do something new or try this or what does my soul need in this moment do i need to rest do i need to get away do i need to go see a movie you know or maybe is there time that i need to carve out to where i need to spend quality time with god that i haven't um during during the during the week so that's my heart on that the last one is to declare your end, declare your end. And here she's just talking about keeping your eyes and your attention on the promise. Um, and this is where she kind of like, she, you know, wrapped me back into the devotion. The devotion was so good. I honestly, I forgot what the name of it was, but this is where, um, when she's saying declare your end, you know, of course you're speaking, but you're speaking and reminding yourself of what God promised. And it really brought back to my remembrance, the things that God promised me, all the things it's like, I know that God promised me these things, but I kind of kept it in the back of my head. But as I was reading this devotion, it was like, it all came flooding back. And I was like, and, and I realized how much I have not been focused on the promise. Like, man, I need to write this down, have it before my eyes, have it something that I'm, I'm speaking and confessing um, daily. So that I know that God's promise is real. He gave it to me. This is his truth. This is his word. This is what he told me. This is what he promised me. So I know that I will have this. And I think maybe having that, declaring that as declarations over yourself every day, I think that's good to have before you because things may come, things may kind of try to discourage you. You don't have to reach back and try to remember 
or sometimes because we've we've forgotten we can just go to a sunken place where we we don't we're not even thinking about what god promised us but if we had this before us daily and this is my heart this is where i had to make a correction in in my even my daily routine my devotion with god i'm like i need to include my declarations over what god promised me daily so that i'm not losing focus because this is all to get this all everything that that we're that's working together is um is for god to fulfill whatever promise that he promised you but for him to get the glory god god wants to get the glory out of your life and you remaining faithful you remaining steady you staying in prayer you stand in worship you keeping calm and trusting him you waiting with purpose and you finding those people who who will pray with you and encourage you all of that's going to work together for the day where you um, get to see God's promises manifested in your life and you get and you get and you get to elevate your faith even more because you know what you've been through you know what you you the process you've gone through but because you kept your mind because you kept your heart and your soul focused on his promise uh, it it makes the journey more beautiful and not um and not as um heavy not as um um i'm looking for this word it's not feeling like torture it's not feeling like you're being tormented but because you're waiting with purpose um you begin you you're going to just like know the rhythm know the rhythm of how to focus on his promise how to focus on on what he's on his truth on his word and you'll be able to speak his word um in whatever season in whatever thing that may um show up to distract you or anything that may show up that's unexpectedly you'll be able to keep calm the next time it's okay if you, you say you're like me and like man sometimes i just react but it's like no i let me learn from this and let me continue let me keep my focus back on what his promise says on what his word says because the next time i want to keep calm you know so god 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 knows where you're at he knows your heart he knows what he's going to do for you and he's with you um the entire way you're not doing these things on your own i can only keep calm and trust god because of the holy spirit that dwells on the inside of me that gives me peace i can only remain steady because of the holy spirit because of the foundation of his word that's in me i can only even have the people around me my faith troops because of who god has sent around me the people he sent to be in my circle and so be able to wait on god with purpose to even know that that's something that i need to do is because god sent that word to us he sent to us to hey they that wait on the lord he shall he will renew their strength so god's word he he's with you he's with you i believe we just have to choose to um allow god to walk with us allow allow him in and say okay god i'm not doing this on my own i know i need you i know i need your strength i know i need your word um and i know i need your promise before me to to continue to do this so i know he's like i'm I'm with you in it, daughter. I'm with you in it till the end. So let's remember just to um, not try to do all these things on our own. Remember, you're still doing it with God, um, but this is our part too, you know, so that we can stay focused on the promise. So I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you got something from that. I hope your your soul was refreshed in some sort of way. Um, I pray that God answered something for you. 
And um, I really, I look forward to um, talking with you next week. But you know what, if there's anything that was said during this message that touched your heart or pricked your soul, I would love to hear about it. If this podcast is helping you, I would love to hear about it. I can hear your testimony via email, restthesoul5 at gmail.com. That's restthesoul5 at gmail.com. I'll put it in um, YouTube um, or feel free to um, make a comment or message me on one of my social, my socials. Facebook is Refreshing the Soul and Instagram is at I am Shawanda Williams at I am Shawanda Williams. All right. I love you guys. Um, let's just end with a quick um, confessions for the souls. And really, this is just a moment to confess um, God's truth, confess his promises. And while I do this, I still want you to go back and I want you to dig deep and, and look back at what are the things that God promised you that maybe went to the back of your mind or that you forgot about or laid aside. I want you to bring that back up write it down, make them as your daily declarations, keep it before you. I believe that will help you on this journey um, as you focus on God's promise and not focus so much on what you're going through. Okay. So let's take this time to um, read our confession. I mean, to yeah, repeat after me um, with these confessions. All right. I will keep calm and trust God. I will remain steady and not change when things go bad. I will identify my faith truth and their roles. I will wait with purpose. I will stay in worship and I will stay in prayer and I will serve God. I will declare my end. I will declare his promise. I will keep my eyes stayed on his truth. Amen. Amen. And amen.